My thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Hawaii. There's a lot to uncover here, and we need to do a lot more research before we can make a formal statement. But please keep your thoughts and prayers into the people of Hawaii and let you know we're working on it. No comment. No comment. But I'll tell you, somebody who is working on is Convoy of Hope. I'm thankful for Convoy of Hope. We have my man, Ethan Forhetz. He is here. I mean, before we dive into that, is anything being blown up? That's all I want to know. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I hear about that every day, I, I every single day since it happened resist. four years ago. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you you don't about? know that stuff. I don't remember. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness! Our listeners may not know either. So fill us in, Alex. Okay, wait. So this is the deal. I thought everyone knew about this. This is how I feel I, like everybody does. This is how I first was um, introduced to um, Ethan. So he was on the news. I, and I, I don't forgive me if I don't know what channel it was, but. He ran a story. Didn't you set the, um, the Lisa, wasn't it Lisa? Lisa Rose. Yeah, Lisa Rose up. Can you tell the story? Cause you do it justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was, uh, there was a day where I came in. My producer was a, a great fun producer and she said, I have this great story. So I read the story and I said, you know what? I don't feel like doing that story today. And she said, what are you crazy? This is a great story. I said, I'm not feeling it today. She said, okay, I'll have Lisa read it. And I said, yes, have Lisa read that story. And it was a story about a guy threatening to blow up. Oh, the bathroom oh, in the Home Depot. And police uh, or people in the other people in the restroom heard that, took him seriously, called police. Bomb squad showed up thinking that he was literally blowing up the bathroom. That isn't what he was talking about, literally. And yeah. hear Lisa read it, the, the video. It's online. It's like viral. It's so I, I remember now. You have seen uh, it. But, but Convoy of Hope, you guys obviously are some of the very first boots on the ground in some cases when it comes to disasters and yeah. yet here you are basically in the middle of, the, of missouri and you've got to figure out a way to get resources to hawaii so what's going on with convoy of hope and how are you guys going to be helping out with maui you know what really helps we're on the ground there now we gave out uh, we've been distributing wow. supplies over wow. the weekend we've got an early start so we've been able to already give out uh, batteries and chargers radios uh, lights with solar energy that work because power's out everywhere yeah uh, so that's what we've been doing over the weekend we have supplies of water and food and uh, hygiene kits and all that sort of thing that people need on the way and that's that's the issue is mm-hmm. is while this is in the united states it's a literal island yeah. so it feels like it's an international response to us the way that we're going about it because we have to do air freight and we have to ship by uh-huh. sea uh, and different ways to get supplies there. And we're also trying to buy in-island other places and get it shipped from other islands yeah. over. Uh, so, yeah, it's a process. But uh, what happens when, whenever, as we treat this as an international disaster, the good thing is that it's not, even though we're mm-hmm. shipping it by, mm-hmm. you know, it's across the sea. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to deal with all the red tape of another country, okay. uh, which can make it difficult. So I know Convoy is, you know, this is your national headquarters here in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah started here in springfield missouri yeah. you guys are making us proud i mean well, just all the things that you're doing around the world how many countries is convoy operating in now Oh, we've been in more than 150 so that's crazy that's and there's like 190 countries isn't that about all i mean i'm, I'm not good at whatever that is but <laughs> but um and then so i'm just amazed you guys are already there like did you guys have like a distribution over there out on the coast or something no, we just were watching the news we saw everything happening and we uh we sent our people so we've got people on the ground now they got their Friday, I believe, maybe Saturday. So you guys are there before the federal government. I mean, in essence, I mean that's really <laughs> seriously that, I mean, that's true. So well, we have we have an incredible disaster services team. They know how to respond both 
nationally and internationally. So this is nothing new to them. We've been working in Hawaii in the past following volcano eruptions. And during COVID, we were there a lot with food distributions, that sort of thing. So it's nothing new for us. This is a different, uh, you know, every disaster is different. Uh, but the theme, the overarching theme of the way that our people work is the same. Yeah. Ethan, have you had a chance to talk to some of your crews that are over there yet? I have. What are they, what, what are they telling you? What are, what are they, well, what are they Well, it's exactly like what you're seeing on TV. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like the images. And when you get into parts, there are parts that, that are untouched and okay, but power is out there. Uh, but then there are other parts that are just devastated. It looks, I mean, it, it's an eerie, eerie sight to see everything burned down, uh, just smoke and ash. It's like apocalyptic. You know, people trying to get out of town. And I was seeing video, Ethan, of uh, vehicles that were actually blowing up on the on on the highway as people were trying to get out of Maui. So even getting in your car and trying to drive out of it uh, was not an option. It's unbelievable just how quickly this thing moved. This fire moved so quickly, thanks to the hurricane force winds that were blowing it early on that it uh, people couldn't react. I mean, I've seen video of Lahaina, an area where where we have been, we took a, a boat out from there uh, and took a little snorkel cruise when we were there years ago. Uh, it's it's devastated. It's gone now. But I saw I saw kids on the street while the fires were were blowing in the background, and I'm thinking, man, how do they get out of there? And I know some people spent hours in the sea. Yeah, that, that was the yeah. only place they could go. No yeah. one thought that that was going to be like that. I mean, you just don't. Because I saw some of those same videos, people watching it down the street. Right. And you're sitting here going, you need to run. Right. You need to this run. This is more serious than you think. And, but who would have known, though? Who would have known? And, and I mean, I've been to Lahaina before. Yep. When I used to work in the business world, we want a trip to go there. And, I mean, you it, that end of the island, there's one road in and one road out. Right. I mean, it's. That's exactly. It. So then you you know why people are in the sea, you know. And um, it's just. It, it just blows my mind. It's just a tragedy. And people had to make, and this is things that we have to, we have to consider, especially those who were impacted or actually right there on location or in Lahaina or any of those areas getting out. Some of them had to make some very real decisions. We, I saw some videos. I was explaining it before earlier today. Driving down the road, fire on both sides of the car. Right. They're screaming and yelling. Cars in front of them aren't going. They're honking on the horns. And they go by and they see a lady laying dead in the street. Oh. And they're like, there's nothing we can do for her. Right. I'm not jeopardizing taking my family or slowing this this exit out because, like you just said, Alex, it's one way in, one way out. And I'm just glad to hear that Convoy of Hope's over there helping. That makes me happy. Yeah. So, I, you know, I want to I want to ask about Convoy. Like, what's are there phases to your you know effort? Like, you know, right now, short term or you know, like getting water. You know, but yes. what about a week from now? A month from now? Yeah. A year from now. That, that's a great question because the need shifts over time. And we've seen that with hurricanes. We see that in every disaster that we respond to. Immediately, it's the what do we need to survive today? What do we need to get through today? And that's food and water, it's hygiene kits. And then, uh, depending on the disaster, it moves to cleaning supplies uh, during storms, following yeah. tornadoes, things like that, tarps, all that sort of thing. A fire is a different animal altogether because yeah. there's really nothing left with a lot of these homes they have to rebuild yeah. completely so it'll be interesting to see how our response shifts yeah. in this case yeah. well ethan you're in media and you know we hear the music queuing up Do you, can you stick around for another sure. second we got stuff yeah. yeah so go ahead well, we want to find out kind of how people can help convoy yeah. hope and if they want to make donations or or in the future even volunteer let's 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 talk about that a little bit coming up after we have a News and weather update coming from our KWTO News Center. It's 7.30 a.m. on August the 14th. Welcome to Monday, everybody. I lost the uncle. 
an aunt, um, a cousin, and a nephew. Um, my cousin actually, from what I've heard, went to go look for his parents, not knowing that his sister and nephew didn't make it out either. Wow. You know, the crazy thing about that is, and I and I saw some, some of the news about people that were going to look for their, their relatives, their brothers or whatever. And, you know, Chris, you said it earlier, like these, these bodies, like some of them could just be charred. I mean, gone. And like, you, you won't know for a while, you know, they were trying to get the cadaver dogs in there and they've only gone through about 3% of the, um, the rubble. Like how long is it going to take for all that stuff? And I mean, just, I mean, it is unfolding before our eyes and it's just such a tragedy. Again, the largest fire, disaster in um united states history 96 people dead um is the last i heard there's gonna be more than that the last i heard there's still a thousand missing or so so how, how do you you know so so ethan how do you guys like how do you know what to do like on something it just seems overwhelming to the rest of us it's like you know the, the the paralysis of just analysis like what do you you guys are trained for this but how do you know what to do right now it's um, the immediate thing is to get in and we have the what, what's great about convoy of hope is we have partners all over the place so we can immediately start working with those partners mostly church partners so we have several churches that we're working with on the island uh and they become our eyes and ears on the ground so even while we're here talking about planning it and beginning to take steps to travel there we're in touch with those partners and they're telling us what they're seeing and what they really need, where we can go, where we can't go, all that sort of thing. So we know in advance as we're traveling there what we can and can't do. And we hit the ground running. We have great partnerships. Home Depot Foundation is one of them. So we got a lot of the supplies that we were giving out over the weekend from the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. They have locations on the island. They yeah. just gave us their stuff and we gave it out. Dude, okay. So I'm going to ask you about one of the partners. Don't we have a local connection? Are you working with Morocco? Over there, King's, um, King's Chapel, is that one of the church partners that you guys are working yeah, with? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because they have um, churches here in town, um, King's Chapel, Ozark, um, Pastor John Werner, and then, um, um, so yeah, they, I think that, that church network, King's Chapel, they have like 600 churches in their network all over the world, and they started in Hawaii. Yeah. And so, yeah. pretty cool stuff to see that. Yeah, we have incredible partners, uh, really around the world. So even in, even when we go into a place like Ukraine, we have partners that we already have there so that we can start on the ground running. We don't have to reinvent everything yeah. and start making cold calls to figure out who we can partner with. That's one cool thing about Convoy. You guys partner with the business world, yeah. with the church world, yeah. with nonprofit. Like, like, speak on that a little bit. Like, How have you been able to galvanize all that together? Well, you know, we, we figure out that we can do more together than we can apart. So we want to have as many different relationships as we can. A big part of our relationship net is churches because there's more than one in every community across the the country and around the world most times. Uh, and they become, like I said, our eyes and ears on the ground. So they are our first responders for us in telling us what they need, where we can land, because they usually have big empty parking lots most of the time that we can land on. And that's where we call home base. Uh, but also corporations donate more than 90% of the product that we give out. Wow. So we've got these great relationships with corporations that trust Convoy of Hope and have over the years they know that we're going to do the right thing with the supply that they give us. So they give us supply. And many times when something like this happens, they will call us. They will call our contacts that they have through us. And they'll say, hey, I know this is happening in this place. What do you need? Or here's what we have for you. And we either go pick it up from them or they send it straight to the disaster for us. So, Ethan, in in times of disaster like this, we see a lot of these, you know, donate here pop up, right? I mean, we got the Red Cross, we got you guys, and then there's a lot of I call scams. You know, I think there's a lot of those. 
if somebody wants to help out with the Hawaiian efforts and obviously can't get there, but they, it's on their heart, it's on their soul, what can they do through Convoy of Hope to make to to, to help your your mission? Well, a few things we would ask. If you're a praying person, we'd pr- we'd ask that you pray mm-hmm. for us uh, for wisdom and favor. Uh, safety over there, all the things that we need to be able to meet the needs of the people who uh, who live there and are and are stuck on the island. Uh, that's number one. Uh, if you're a praying person, if uh, uh, another thing that we ask for is a donation, because we can take your one dollar and stretch it at least five times further than you would be able to. If you if you brought us a case of water, for instance, we could get five cases of water and get it to where it's needed for what you spent on one case of water, because we have these great contacts through uh, transportation and communication, that sort of thing. Uh, and they would ask that you, uh, you you advocate for us. That's free. We're on social media. Anybody can follow Convoy of Hope on Facebook and Twitter and Threads now and uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're on all those platforms. So you can follow along there, really, kind of almost real time into what we're doing, get a sense of it. And then you can like and share with uh, people who may not know Convoy of Hope. We have friends across the country through Facebook and that sort of thing. So it's a great way uh, to just advocate for Convoy of Hope. It doesn't cost you a thing. So if someone wants to donate, and I mean, you know, Chris said this, there's a lot of scam companies out there, organizations. Obviously, Convoy is not one of those. Right. I mean, you that the, the, the cool thing about this, I mean, you know, um, it's it's a local company. Hal um, um, Donaldson. Donaldson started it. The Donaldson brothers are a gift yeah. to this community. Yeah. And... Um, but, you know, he started it really just basically out of his own family um, tragedy. Yeah. Um, his, I believe his dad his and father mom, was yeah, killed yeah, in a car accident a, by a drunk driver uh, in 1969. Uh, and uh, Hal and three of his siblings were were just had to move in with a family in town because their mother was in the hospital for about a year recovering from her injuries. Uh, and Hal grew. So he learned during that time what it was to live in poverty. They lived in extreme poverty on welfare, food yeah. stamps and all of that. Uh, so he experienced what he called the shame of poverty. Uh, so he decided he was going to get a great education and not live in poverty. So he did. And then he was writing a book. And as part of that, he got to travel to India to interview Mother Teresa, of all people. And she, during the interview, said, ask him a question that would change his life. She said, what are you doing to help the poor and the suffering? Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to lie to Mother Teresa. So he said, well, I- I'm not doing much of anything. And she said, everyone could do something. Mm-hmm. So he took those to heart. He, he said those words haunted him on the way back. He read the Bible and said, wow, that's what the Bible says, too. So he started doing something. His something was about $300 worth of groceries in the back of a pickup truck given out to some families uh, near his town. Yeah. And so the cool thing about this organization, again, people that know the story here, Convoy, assure like people like, you know, sometimes or people when they give, you hear pennies on the dollar going towards actual the actual cause. What's the numbers for convoy? More than ninety-two cents of every dollar goes where the donor wants it to go. I just uh, want people to hear that. I we mean, work really yeah. hard at that. That's not easy to do, by yeah. the way. But more than ninety-two cents of every dollar goes where the donor wants it to go. Uh, Charity Navigator, which is the charity watchdog in the United States, has given Convoy of Hope the highest-rated four out of four stars when it comes to financial integrity for the last eighteen plus years. I mean, that's 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 impressive. That's ninety-two cents on the dollar. That's unbelievable. So you know that when you're giving your hard-earned money yeah. um, to go to Hawaii or and in, in you guys are in disasters all over the world. I yes, mean, correct. I'm, I've I've partnered. Uh, full disclosure: I have partnered as a minister. I've partnered with Convoy many different times, yeah. and I know that this is a great organization. I've seen the work. I was in Katrina 
with them like literally days after right. you know the hurricane went back a couple of times with convoy i've i've gone to um albania and with the missionary there in convoy and we we took a little vehicle up into the villages there and then got out and walked and carried groceries up right. to people that had never seen a black person yeah. i mean like literally and so um convoy's doing some good stuff and you know how can people you know around here and we just got a couple more minutes like you know, people that you guys got that new facility. Can be, I want a tour. Can a brother come out there? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the new facility out yeah, at uh, Highway 60 and we'll I-44. Set up. It's not yeah. quite open yet, but we'll get you set up soon. Yeah, and then you guys are starting some educational initiatives. Like, yeah. Because it's like, you know, give a man a fish, they'll eat for a day. Teach right. a man a fish, they'll eat for a lifetime. Tell us, just talk on that. And you just got, I, I'm, I'm pushing it here. I just, we got like another minute or so, but yeah. talk on that, if you will. Ethan. Well, our, our goal is to end generational poverty. So you're right. Teach a man to fish. So a lot of what we do is teach agriculture around the world because when people can grow their own food, they don't need us to give them food anymore. Yeah. Right. That's how it works. We had a great story out of Nepal following the 2015 earthquake decimated. Uh, much of Nepal, certainly this, this village that we're talking about. Uh, we went in and said, we can, we can teach you how to do this because we're giving them food for today. Uh, we went in and after a year, one year of us teaching them agriculture, uh, a guy said, I had been making, f- uh, 1500 rupees prior to Convoy of Hope moving in. Now I can feed my family and I make 60,000 rupees. Wow. I don't know how much a rupee is, but if you go from 1500 to 60,000 of anything, jelly Very beans, impressive. you're doing pretty well. That's life changing. A lot. So now that, 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 the lessons learned about agriculture are passed down generationally and we can leave that village. That village has now become the model for all of Nepal on how to grow food. And who knew, but the tea that they drink there or, the, or that they grow there is sought after among tea drinkers around the world. Wow. That's, that's really, hey, I just was looking online. It says to donate. If somebody wants to make a donation to Convoy of Hope, it doesn't specifically say Hawaii or Maui. Do they just need to put it's the greatest need? The Crisis Relief Fund. <clears throat> the Crisis Relief Fund. Okay, so if you're going to donate online, that's then make, Hawaii. choose uh, the Crisis Relief Fund. Ethan, thanks for joining us Thank in you. the studio today. Thanks. What's his last name again? I forget. You're gonna you're gonna kill me. <laughs> Foreheads. That's good. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed it. That's right. Oh man, Ethan, Ron I have... can't get that right. <laughs> he nailed it. Chris has been practicing all morning. I've been <laughs> literally on and off air practicing, That's unfortunately. Uh, Seven forty-five. When we come back after traffic, uh, I guess we're going to talk about Biden and what's going on with him right now, and Hunter and. Maybe possibly impeachment trial coming up. We don't know. But that's uh, that's coming up next right here on KWTO. Wake up Springfield with Alex and Chris.